Now entering Nerdist.com. Hi, 12 and a half. Uh, quick reminder, I'll be at Rooster Teeth Feathers performing this Thursday through Saturday. That's February 2nd through 4th. Following week, I'm in Seattle at Laughs Comedy Club. That's February 10th through 11th. And if we happen to miss an episode of Cashing In, uh, check out Cash Withdrawal. It's my other show on the Nerdist Network. Thanks for listening. To Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I just dozed off again. Uh, oh, TJ, get cash, up. Cash, get cash, up. Cash. Get up. Get up. Okay. Get up. TJ, are you up? Yeah. I'm up. I'm up. Oh, I just, I was oh. having, I was thinking of a terrible dream where oh. I kept saying, get up, TJ. Oh. Uh, I had a nightmare. Oh, God. That I was no, this you, is real. Up, this up, is real. Up. I just turned it off. I set the alarm yeah. so that they go off Thank every you time. Thank you that you turn it off. Thank you. Well, every time we take, every time we, we fall asleep... The alarms go off and wakes us up, and that way we can break the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest time. Well, that's time the reason we do it. That's why we bought the alarm clocks. That's why we set them. That's why we're inside Big Ben. Yeah, that's why we're inside, we're inside Big, Big ben. ben. So that Big Ben can sense any time we fall asleep. In the clock tower section of Big Ben. It wouldn't be as helpful if we were in the basement or the sort of the cleaning closets of yeah. Uh, Big Ben. Yeah. But any time we fall the clock asleep. Tower. Now, I, I feel like we've... Oh, God, I'm so tired. We've been awake for three and a half days. Uh, actually, is it six days? It's been it's been four and a half days, and there was another day and a half. No, it's been six days. It's been six days. It's We've been, been awake for it, six days well, now. Well, it's been three days, We're and trying to break after the, that, we did another three. It, it's, it's, been, been it's, been, it's been six days. It's been six days. It's been six days. It's not ideal. It's <laughs> not, not ideal. And here's the thing. I feel like we've tried this before, this Guinness Book of World Records uh Longest stay awake, dream? but was, was it a dream, dream or was it real? Who knows? I mean, what is this time? What's I'll, tell you, I'll tell you for one thing. That time we didn't. Have, we weren't inside a clock tower. No, we weren't inside Big Ben. We weren't broadcasting live from London, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are in London, England, inside yeah. Big Ben. And they've been, they've made some cutbacks since, the, since yeah. the Brexit. Since the Brexit. Since the Brexit. Since the Brexit. Says the bracket. Since Brack. Bracket or leave it. Check yeah. yourself before you Brexit yourself. Check off. Yeah. Since check off. Check it. Check oh. yourself before you Brexit break yourself. I'm getting delirious now. I know. It is It is actually it's been truly so long. in Los Angeles, 3.14 a.m. In New York City, 6.15 a.m. In London, it's actually 11 o'clock, sir. Which is a different... It's not actually 11 o'clock. They have a whole different chronology. They've For got, time? Yeah. You know how they say, like, buggy instead of stroller, or like yeah. lift instead of elevator. Right. You know, they, when when it's 5.30 wanker. p.m., they say, wanker. it's 11, sir. Yeah, He's wanker. a wanker. Yeah. Well, they say that a lot. Yeah. Everyone's At a wanker. At least in my experience. Yeah. And a cunt... 
That too. You're yeah, a real that too. cunt. All yeah. of us are cunts the second we get to the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. you know, they call each other that, but it's sort of a funny throwback. And uh, to how they used to feel about us. Tallywacker. But then, but then you, if you come back to the United States, no one is a cunt. Okay? That's the big difference right now. In London, in Ireland, in Scotland, in Australia, everyone's a cunt. Okay? You're all, they're all cunts. Everybody's a cunt. They're calling each other cunts. Is this true? I, I didn't of even course, know. Of course. I've been stuck inside this clock tower. Are you stupid cunt? Like, you fuck, yeah, fuck off, cunt. That, that's how they speak to each other. So, oh. they, so everybody in those countries are cunts. In the United States, no one is a cunt. Yeah, no. In fact, I should even be line. saying this. Right, it's out of line. No one is a C word. Everybody, everybody it's listening, out of line. go back. Go back through your mind. And every time I said the C word, replace that with me saying with the, the C word. Replace that with Folgers crystals. <laughs> where <laughs> where did that come from? I mean, we've been drinking a lot of coffee to stay away. We secretly, yeah. we secretly replaced... The C word with Folgers crystals. Uh, See, they were always replacing things with Folgers crystals, and they they do that a lot. They had an they, ad like that for quite a while. But they have they have ads like that for both fast food, most often pizza and beer, and then what's the other thing that they're they're always replacing everything with other things, and they're tricking people. Yeah, Isn't that they're weird? Tricking a lot of people. They're like, so did you enjoy your organic hamburger? Yeah, it's actually from Burger King. It's made of human and and animal shit. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, this is good. I like this. You were eating the head of a pig. Yeah. You're eat, you, those were lamb. You're vegetarian. Yeah. You're vegetarian thinking you were eating salad. But really, you were eating the head of a pig, okay. you wanker. What you didn't realize, you wanker, is that you were <laughs> licking the skull of a lamb, sir. <laughs> you ever licked a lamb skull? Well, you just did. You thought you were drinking craft artisan beer, you cunt. That's <laughs> what they would say. You thought you were having sex with a call girl. Really, it was a live goat. <laughs> really, it was a goat that it has been a sex worker for a while. Yeah. So it's not as if... It's, it's complicated. Now, I can see you're, you're doing your, your watch right now just to see how long we've been awake. But here's the thing about time. Did you celebrate New Year's this year? Yes, we did. We went to, we went to a famous... I mean, we went to... Kate's favorite. Kate loves this uh, this party. She, her, one of her best friends is a man who's seventy years old. A lot of her friends are over the age of sixty five. Yeah. Most of her friends. Yeah. One of the many reasons that she is the strangest person I've ever met. Again, enjoying the fact that recently, I don't know when you said this. We might have been during Critics Choice, but you said something akin to like Kate. You said it to her. You go, you know, look, Kate, you're. It's great you're you. Because this is my cash levy impersonation. It's great you because you know it's good that you are not TJ. Like if there was two of him, it's, it's good that you're you. But ima- imagine, imagine if there was two of him. Not ideal. Shy, shy. Tweet Caroline. 
I remember you said all that stuff and you started singing and you wouldn't stop for a very long time. And then, but somehow everyone around me that I ever talked to is very supportive of that falsetto. What if you, but what if you dated someone just like yourself? It, it really, you're a very well, eccentric person. That's what. And she's I mean, eccentric too in a different way. But though. coming, coming off that, but she's, yeah. what I, what I was, what I, she and I both laughed at the idea of like, that just showed you. You just have no idea how strange she is. And oh no, no, no! I do know. That's something I do about know her. No, but that's unique. something about her. She doesn't. She's not. She either gets shy or feels like people are judging her, hate her. You know, just all the stuff that comes. I think along she's very with. unique, but she's and it's in a diff, it's in a way that's quite different than your. Now, what, what I'm trying to tell you yeah. is that in you're passing, identical. well, yeah, in passing, when I tell you, you know, yeah, we went, uh, we had a pretty crazy time in New Orleans. I think in your mind, you're like, yeah, TJ was probably drunk and falling over himself trying to get pizza and drinking grenades and hurricanes, and Kate was like, babe, come on, let's go back and. You draw at this crystal burger. Let's go and paint paintings. That is maybe my conception of what you think is happening. It's not. It's absolute lunacy. She is identical to me. We've had some very well, strange... I have seen her attack whippets with a vengeance. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> no, but I mean, she's just... She is totally crazy. We are very, very, very similar. We saw a Gemini supermoon ascend o- over the hill... And in between two Christmas trees, fully lit. Uh, and it was during, we were, it was after the Critics' Choice Awards, so we were trying, we were at a hotel trying to figure out how to come back to reality. And uh, that happened while we were in a very, not deep conversation, but a strong conversation about being almost exactly the same as individuals. It's very, very strange. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The word twins. I'm going to dig deeper. The word twins gets thrown around quite a bit. Wonder twins? Not ideal. Not ideal. Instead of not ideal. It's not ideal when I steal. <laughs> Look, I, I, I want to go back to the New Year's thing for a second. Here's the thing about New Year's. I, I love I really, catching I, up in clock towers. Yeah, Can I say I know, that real I quick? I, I really, love a good clock just, tower catch up. I really just... I think it's just the dumbest holiday on so many levels. Why? Well, it's a changing of a number, right? Yes. And that number changes. The, the we do that every cha- day. The, well, the numbers are not only changing every day, <laughs> but they're changing every hour and every minute and every second. And it's just up to us which things we celebrate. Do we celebrate every month passing? Do we celebrate every week? Do we celebrate? Now, I think it's very arbitrary we're celebrating every year. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because nothing actually is changing. You know, the next day, the numbers have changed, but nothing has changed. I think it would be more relevant. You feel the same the next day. Right. It's more relevant to, to celebrate the end of daylight savings where you get an extra hour of daylight. I, I could see people partying when that happens. When we get, you know, that's uh, when, a good, when something. It's a strong argument. Not you know, when something lie. something's different the next day, nothing is different the next day. It's very arbitrary. We could we could celebrate every week passing, and have a make have a ball fall and make a big deal should. about it. I think we should. You know? Well, uh, and also as a, as a comedian, and this is the other thing, people I, we I always, always work very, on New Year's. Well, I always felt very honored to work on New Year's for a while, and then I realized the people that are out 
on New Year's. Right. Or we know it's amateur night. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's amateur. But it's the amateurs come to the comedy show more than any other place because anybody else doesn't do a comedy show. No, they don't go to a comedy show for New Year's because we're the, we're the trying to keep people awake that are never up until midnight. Seriously, those are the people at the comedy show. The real partiers are out partying somewhere. They don't want to be yeah. tied down with some fucking comedy show. See, the last half an hour of your show, they got people looking at their watches the whole time. So, well, this is the first time I've been to the famous Michael Mullins New Year's Eve party, which is in a penthouse apartment in the Upper West Side. And Kate's, you know, he's Kate's best friend and has sort of been a, a true support, almost like a guardian angel or fairy godmother, pun intended, uh, that, uh, you know, he... Yeah, he's sort of her fairy godfather. He's, he really, really looks after her and and is but so. But he has this famous New Year's Eve party where you can see the fireworks, and uh, you know he has it every year. And because I'm a comedian, I always am working. I mean, I've told the story about Atlanta where we closed the club and yeah. I tried to burn it down and I couldn't. <laughs> and then I was like, "We got to do the countdown. What time is it?" And they're like, "It's twelve hours past midnight." <laughs> It's like, oh dear God, I've ruined these people's. That's the other thing is like, don't come to a comedy show. Yeah, it's strange the people that come to a comedy show on New Year's, but this was one of the first times I wasn't working and ooh, it's fun. It is really fun. The problem is, is that it's, we went to a surrealist ball in the beginning of the night, which was very funny. And then. It was very, very funny. One woman had baby arms woven into her hair. Very strange. And, uh, I mean, I loved it. Obviously, I put it in my hair the next day. But, uh, (laughs) you know, we did that, and then we went to these two parties. But it is amateur hour, and I kind of wished I was working. I had a lot of fun, but I do like working New Year's because, yeah, that it's a weird thing where you you feel like a real stand-up comic if you work – yeah, New and Year's. you feel like a jerk off not working on New Year's too. You feel like you're sort of because everybody makes more money. Yeah, so you're really kind of yeah, giving up. Yeah, you kind of feel like you're you've retired or something. So you do feel guilty. Yeah, but it's a it's a no win situation. I hate being alone on New Year's on the road. Uh, you know, yeah. everyone else is with a loved one, and you're yeah. you're performing for them. Well, and even if as you, their personal clown, and then they all yeah. go home with each other, and you go back to the hotel room. I know. Well, if and if K go, it's it, it's awful to also. If you have the person with you and you're going, hey, here's a fun New Year's. I'm going to do two shows. I know. And uh, the countdown and will happen with all of these strangers. And uh, then they'll all sort of be very, very upset if, you know, if I'm not taking pictures or saying hello afterwards. But it's such a mess and they're all so drunk you can kind of slip out. It's a very – but it is – it's a badge of honor to uh, – you know, to perform, to be the New Year's Eve. I did one in Arizona once where I was so upset with the crowd because I was just so upset that they had ruined my New Year's. They were just <laughs> looking at their watches the whole time. And it was one of these crowds, like I said, that just, they were they were just doing me a favor, even bothering to sit there. They just wanted to finish this ordeal so they could go home and go to sleep. And so I was uh, in charge of doing the countdown. And I, I, I may have told you this story, but I, I did the countdown late on purpose because I... I wanted them to just miss New Year's. It was just my own private joke. So I, I started the countdown like after it had already 
and they were kind of looking at their watches like, no, I got the official time here. We're going to do, we're going to, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I've got it right here. And they were all kind of looking at each other, freaking out. I'm like, no, we're going to do the countdown. But it is arbitrary. Kate and I had one of Kate's favorite memories of when I was, um, you know, she, when we were in college, everybody had a bad New Year's Eve one year. And so we both said, we're like, well, we're going to throw another New Year's Eve party. So we threw one like January, you know, 6th yeah. or something. Yeah. And we did the countdown. And then we, it was so fun. We just kept doing the countdown. Yeah. We also filled all of the balloons with nitrous oxide. <laughs> but people, people had a whole time. It was sort of all these college kids drinking and continually counting down. But yeah, time is relative. I mean, you know, I'm having a tough time explaining that to everybody, but... We'll get there. Do you when you get receipts? Like when they ask, do you want a receipt? For yeah, this? I've been saying no lately. I, I, I always say yes, and, and April was like, "How come you always? How come you always get the receipt?" And I'll tell you why. You know, my biggest fear is to be accused of a crime I didn't commit. That is your biggest. That's fear? one of my biggest fears. Really? I'm so afraid I'll get thrown in jail for something I didn't. Meanwhile, do. you're sneaking in left and right. I know. So the receipt. Is proof. It's my alibi. Here's my message. I think of I think of receipts as alibis. Do you? That's my practical living in a modern age. Do you Do you think of receipts that way? I think I, I could prove I was at Chipotle at two forty five in the afternoon. If anything else happens today, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm falling asleep. Oh my god! Wait, is it? Wait, wait. His. I have a maskers. His. His sneaking into a prison. The ultimate sneaking. I had this oh. terrible night terror that Yoda was having an orgasm. Oh. <laughs> Just a climax. Sleep you will not do. <laughs> Sleep you will not do. <laughs> Sticky zipper, I see. <laughs> I see. He's looking in the uh, mirror after he's ejaculated. Hey, are we are we taping this? Are we doing a podcast? Oh, yeah. We've yeah, let's on. do it. Well, no, the reason that we had to keep the audio going is the same reason we have the video going, which is we're trying to break the Guinness Book yeah. of World Records. Yeah. World Records. Longest staying awake. For the longest staying longest awake in a clock tower. In a clock tower. Yes. <laughs> in a clock tower. Yes, should we? Yeah, it really is. Should it's we crack this? Should we? Should we just start the show? Let's let's talk a little bit and do a. Uh, we always like to show. We have a podcast together. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, no, a, I do. I mean, I've been sleeping. A, you know. Yeah, we also we usually start off the show. I know how sleepy we've been, but you know, trying to stay awake for six days. We usually start things off with the triple, triple banger bang. lightning round. <laughs> Hey, buddy, get, wait, hey, TJ, get up. Okay. Oh, God, this is such a fun day. Oh, God, this is such a fun day. Oh, God, this is such a fun day. Oh, God, this is such a Dessert. Dinner for happy people. Yeah, I think so. You know, but we, going we to say happy people I've are done this jolly. before, this one, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not tired. I, here's my thing about it. I think I had an experience today. I was at the airport, 
and uh, I I went to Shake Shack to get a shake because yeah. Shake is in the name of Shake Shack. Yeah, yeah. So you got to figure think they'd have a they shake. have a good yeah. shake. Yeah. Now I didn't get a burger because right. the, I did buy a woodshed. Yeah. I bought a fully fully operational, fully functioning woodshed. No yeah. batteries yeah. needed, any of that stuff. <laughs> so I bought a shack. And but I thought, okay, they also will have a great shake at yeah. Shake Shack. Yeah. And it was a I good got, yeah. I, I had a little bit of the shake and then I just I thought, you know, this is America, I'm gonna throw this out. I've tasted it. It's time to get rid of it. So it wasn't it. What, there was nothing happy about it. The it shake? was like the shake. I was compelled to do something consumerist because yeah. I grew up in a capitalist society in the United yeah. States that, in part, is responsible for the fall of the American era. <laughs> and they, um, you know, uh, so I was compelled to consume something. I bought into the advertising of they must have good yeah. shakes because the name of it is Shake Shack. Bought a shake, had some of it, didn't really want it or think that it was great. Threw it in the trash like a true yeah. American, and that was it. That that was sort of that was my experience with dessert uh, today. That's I I was at I went to Cracker Barrel. I brought a barrel home. Really? And uh, got inside of it and went over Niagara Falls. And there and so I did have a There were a couple white guys and in guess there what? that offended guess black what? guys. Brought some crackers inside the barrel with there me. There you go. You're eating Triscuit buttons yeah. on the way down. <laughs> Inside Triscuit Hurley Button has, He actually has his own flavor of Triscuits yeah. It tastes like the garlic olive oil basil ones But with a real failed political career Really? That's just the taste <laughs> Triple banger lightning round Question two Triple question banger two. lightning round Question, question two, two. Um, Ubering to a funeral Inside the procession Rude or Crazy like a fox <laughs> Rude or cool, dude. Rude or badgering like a fox. <laughs> do you think like Uber, they don't even know Ubering like inside the funeral procession at this point? I mean, you've got Uber Pool, Uber X, Uber Black, and Uber Hearst. Yeah. Use Uber Hearst. In People Hearst. are using Uber Hearst. Yeah, Uber Hearst. Is it Hearst or Hearst? I, I think know. it's Hearst. I don't know. Yeah, Hearst is a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I take a lift to all my funerals. Yeah, I like to show up in a, a 1998 Subaru Pontifica. Well, and you like that pink mustache? It's kind of brightens. The, I love it. Brightens I put the, on the formality. Of Isn't it, it funny? The how formality that went, of it. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that went from <laughs> being on the front of the car, yeah. making your car essentially look like the yeah. dumbest thing in the yeah. world yeah. with a pink mustache? Yeah. It is interesting to me that they sort of said, you know what? We're going to scale back on the mustache. They had, they had to have had some meeting where they go, yeah. what if we made the mustache sort of the size of Uber's thing? Right. And they're right. like, okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> so they really changed it to that. But Lyft is, I've actually been having a great time on Lyft because, first of all, you can use Y's for I's for everything. Yeah. So when I talk about, A, I recently lost my Y phone. You know, yeah. So I get to kind of talk about that, and yeah. I'll, when I'm talking to a Lyft driver, I say, "Hey, well, I want to tell you that uh, I, wa- well, I love sort of having this this uh, ride with a Y uh, with you, and uh, you know, well, I'm one of the pr- 
Well, I'm one of the people that really loves Lyft. And uh, so if I do lose my Wi Fi in here, please. Uh, and do you have Wi Fi in this uh, <laughs> Toyota Tercel from 1990? Noops. They've secretly replaced the mustache with Folgers crystals. <laughs> they, you think that's a mustache? That's actually human shit mixed with <laughs> Folgers crystals. You motherfucker. Yeah, and you would you those people would stab or fight or tear at the skin of the people that were pranking them if they weren't on TV but they're on television. So they have to be like this. You're telling me this pasta is not made by your 80-year-old grandmother who's on her deathbed, but rather is from Olive Garden? I'll tell you what. I'm not going to stab you with my keys because there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> but instead, I'll kind of be like, well, this seems good. Unlimited breadsticks. That's my dessert, Dad. Don't you think Uber should have a sort of a, a, you know, a button that you can push to make sure that the driver doesn't give you his unsolicited opinions? Or even just a quiet Uber. Maybe you could order a Q, I, I guess, QU, a quiet Uber. I guess I'm the guy. Right. You are. You, you know, just, just a safe a, word. A safe word. There's because sometimes you don't Schuber. want them to talk. How about that? Schuber. 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 Yeah. Um, I think. Cuber. I'm Uber? I'm the, I'm the weird person that every single Uber driver I drive with every single one. I ask them what they think about Uber, what they think about the... What it's like to drive there. I do get a lot of facts from them. I, 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 I make things worse, I but admit. I, I ask them a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, me so I'm too. curious about their lives. Well, here's my thing. I know a lot about Uber, the company, and I, I'm not super happy with them. I think they're kind of terrible. They're a terrible company. And they're sort of, you know, almost like sharecropping these people into Because these people don't factor in that their cars are completely losing their well, value also, to an leasing, extent. That, yeah. But they're also leasing cars to people now. And so you have to – it's the same as a tax amount. You have to work all day just to pay for the car. Right, right. And then what you make on top it's of that is It's not the deal your, they think it is, right? Wait, did you fall asleep and then wake up? I mean, you quickly fell asleep, spoke a little bit like Yoda, and then woke right back up. Sleep I was. <laughs> oh, God, that was really... Um, do we? Are we trying to break the record still? We're trying to break the I record. I mean, we're getting close. Where were you? That's what we were talking about. I was, you know, Christmas Day. Let's go back to Christmas. Let's get back to Christmas. Mm, baby, go back. I was watching... Mm, baby, go tweet. Can I just say I'm... You're smart. You're so smart because you're not a big sports guy. You've always like you kind of make fun of sports, and I never completely viciously. agreed with you. You viciously make viciously fun of sports. Attack and now I'm starting to kind of agree with you. Baseball specifically. You, you splander a lot of. You splander a lot I of the said, sports. You know what? You're splander, splandering. You're splandering. That, a lot. You know what that is? That's you're just splandering. splattering slander all over. Yeah. Specifically, the sport of baseball. And here's why. Okay. Sometimes you philander it's the splandering. Rock, it's a you rock. You go watch other sports. It's a rock, a stick, and a lot of guys dressed alike. Okay. <laughs> and they're running around, touching their feet on things. <laughs> Do you know what you could say about men? If you, if, imagine if you talk to their hey, feet he's, a, on he's, a, he's a baseball player. Touching their what does feet. he do? What does he do? Like he hits the rock, he hits the ball, and then he, he runs and he his touches feet. his feet right. on these three things, and he's got to touch his foot on the last thing. Imagine if you went to somebody's house and it was just this guy, and he started touching his feet on the ottoman no, I, look, and the chair. And I'm starting to see where you're coming from because here's the thing: running over to the sink, touch your feet on the trash can, then come back, say, "I got over there." It's almost a fetish. I'm safe. It's a I'm foot safe. fetish. It's yeah. more of a foot fetish. 
I'm starting to understand where you're coming from with different sports. Look, I'm, I'm a, I enjoy basketball, and I enjoy watching the Golden State Warriors, and I was watching their game. I was getting very upset. And then I just realized, really, we all, what, are I, you, what are you watching? I don't mean to interrupt you. We yeah. all are getting a little upset about the Golden State well, no, Warriors. No, no, no. I, I grew up there, but here's the thing. Let me just forget a, about the Warriors for a second or whichever team you root for. Warriors. With, when, you're watching the bas- when you're watching basketball, if you really think about it, all you're rooting for is just the length of people's legs. It's so ludicrous. If you have two people that are equal and one has longer legs, they will be better at basketball. If they're equal in skill. You know what, though? And you got really long ridiculous. legs. It's ridiculous. Or it, well, why are we watching that have a sport? the fattest knees. Why are we watching a sport? See, where if you, you got fat knees, that's just as good as having long legs. But 98%. Oh, come on. Talk to me, sister. <laughs> 98% of the population is, is separated from basketball at birth. Like, none of us can do it. We're just rooting for long legs. That's a dumb thing to root for. Yeah, but aren't we sort of rooting in baseball? You're kind of rooting for a bunch of ding-dongs, you know? <laughs> I mean, people that are swinging a stick, <laughs> trying to knock it out of the park. They're in a park. Yeah, you're hitting the ball away. I can't. From you. I can't. I, you're trying to. You're trying to. You're trying to keep me awake. I see what you're doing. I'm trying to you're get trying under to keep your me skin. awake by getting I'm under try, my skin. I, you know what? I'm pressing buttons, yeah. and they all are the buttons of a really <laughs> classic baseball uniform. Yeah. No, you're you're trying to get under. These my guys skin. are all dressed in pinstripe pajamas, running around touching their feet on everything, while people drink beer and say, "We want a pitcher, not a belly itcher." Some of these pictures got to be like, guys, my belly itches. I need to scratch it. And just because I'm the pitcher, I can't do that. Yeah. I've just got to pitch. Think all these guys with itchy bellies. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue with you about this. Thank you. I think I had a much better case with basketball length of people's legs. Well, let's go straight to hockey. I mean, who is the craziest, most angry person who also can figure skate and handle a puck with a stick? Yeah, that's, that's a pretty tough sport. Yeah, you gotta I, be I able respect, to figure skate. I respect hockey players. I respect hockey players. They don't respect that. I always say to them, "Dude, you're a really good figure skater." Yeah, they must. I saw that. you on they the ice. You're really good figure skating. You know, it must be hard playing hockey because you got to figure skate and be able to. You figure. You got to figure skate. Have you said that to a hockey player? I mean, it's so funny. They're just like, it's not figure skating. You know, it's a lot of fun. I do it once a week, twice a week. Yeah, just when you have. I to. do it. I do it with sort of uh, underdeveloped children. You do it every time you see a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, I do. I do it for sort of uh, you know challenged children, and uh, it's it's a charitable thing. I want to read you this letter I got from the, the the gig we talked about the the one where I was attacked on stage. Oh God! Um, they wrote me a letter. So, because I've gotten a few tweets about it, people are, well, that sounded tough, you know. Um, Hello, Cash. The group here was utterly impressed by your performance. Now, if you recall, I was attacked on stage, and then afterwards I said, guys, uh, you asked for this show. This was your... Also, the group here. You you brought this. I was ready to do jokes for an hour, but you decided it was going to be a bunch of your mama (laughs) jokes. So that's the show you got. So if you don't like that, you can leave. Otherwise, George, you have have a tiny nutsack. George, you have a tiny penis. I mean, I just had to go right... to your mama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the group was utterly impressed by your performance. At least a dozen people seriously thought that Bob's behavior was scripted. It shocked everyone that much. Okay, that's the guy that attacked me. The other man, Snake Hat Guy, 
was let go. If they put that in there, was let go. It's in capital letters. Snakehead guy was let go from one of our contracted companies the week prior while he was on vacation. No one saw him coming to the party, and so we were all caught off guard when he showed. So he wasn't a part of the company, and he wanted to make a speech. And, he's been and no one else fired. intervened to stop him from trying to do a speech during my show twice. And no one just said, "Hey, he doesn't even work here anymore." No one bothered to do that. Instead, there was an open, like venomous snake in my face on someone's hat it's everybody being like he threatened to kill me twice during the show and no one bothered to say you know what usually it'd be usually it'd be okay for him to be threatened being like you know it would be awkward to kind of call this out so i'd rather not and just let Let him kill the comedian be in danger (laughs) i'd like to let the comedian be in actual danger Rather than sort of saying, hey, snake hat buddy, yeah. you don't work here You don't work man. here. You got to go home. Normally, if you, you don't threaten to, to shoot the here, comedian, we'd be home. okay with it. But <laughs> you don't work here anymore. So we're going to even let it go even further. Oh, so God. we're going to let it happen twice. Um, no one saw him coming. We were all caught off guard. I know we made your performance tough due to poor behavior from these two people. Just them. Yeah. Everyone else was... But I really want you to know you did deliver that's a like, That's shit. like telling all the Nazis, like, or the Nazis saying to the rest of the world, hey, um, we know that the two people, Hitler and uh, and that other guy, Gables or Gerbils or K- Gibbles and Bits, we know that uh, they kind of made the you know these four years pretty difficult for you guys. But we just want to tell you that all the rest of us really had a, a hell of a time wearing yeah. the armbands and you yeah. stepping up. <laughs> Uh, everyone here has Googled you and is still talking about that night. We will never forget it. In fact, all other parties will like be compared one. to that one. All other parties will be compared to that one. So I, I wrote him back something. I was like, I, um, I think we agree on neither of us will ever forget that night. I said something like that. I was just yeah. going to say, yeah, I won't either. I'll be talking about what a horrible night it was for years. For the rest Often of Often on life. stage, yeah. Certainly on my <laughs> podcast. I'll be talking to my therapist about it for many years. Um, anyway, I just thought a couple of you wrote funny notes about it, and uh, thanks for your support. I'm in a. Uh, problem is when you're in the like twelve a and a half is so great. When you're in a support group for this sort of thing, there's no, there's not that many people that have experienced it. You know, yeah, that's their true. life threatened numerous times during a comedy show. I and I have also. I'm sure it's going to get. Uh, I'm going to Chanute, Kansas, in the next month or two to sort of. Do stand up and talk to them. I'll be interested to see if my life is threatened there. I don't think so. They're good, 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 good people. Uh, so th- that's some where were we on my part? Where were you? You were you were traveling a bit. You I went, went to, to Iceland, a horse farm uh, in Indiana to visit my mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, 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 mother-in-law. Sick guys riders. That actually, it is a uh, it, it is a song, Mother in Law. I is bought it? it. I played it. Are you I, I bought. I it. thought you were just making that song I up. I was trying to add some harmony, but you, um, I really did. I screw it up. No, that's sort of, that's kind of the funk that it's missing. The original is missing. That, that sounds like guitar lick. It's just only yes, Mother in Law. Mother-in-law, mother-in-law, mother-in-law. She can't have to do. Give me an idea, you. 
It is really getting late. It's getting late real early. Right Mother-in-law. Hey, while we while we while we wait for it, do you want to uh, just? Oh God! Oh, here he goes TJ, again. Get up! You know, Big Ben TJ. makes a big racket. <laughs> ben like there, done. Uh, clock. You want to do some maskers too? I would love that. So let's do some live maskers because um, who's well, up at I this just, hour? I, I, who's up at this hour? I just. Uh, I'm going to start it you, off. Did you tweet? I didn't yet. Let me I see. I tweeted. I just want to say to everybody. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, I just I, I did get back recently uh, from New York City. Cash picked me up at the airport, took me straight to the United Kingdom yes. to go to the the central part of Big Ben, inside the clock the clock area of the clock tower. And you're a good guy, you know. Well, I mean, the ju- you can judge a person by how late they'll pick you up at the airport and if they will at all. And not only did you, you picked me up at about one thirty in the morning. Now, when I when you saw me on the side of the car, you know, you, when you pulled up, you said, "Look at that pussy." So that I didn't like as much, but it's still it's nice to. Get I feel I feel as proud of you as. And I don't mean to use the p word. I know you've recently been told. Right. Have you told yeah. that story? We want to tell. No, well, I think I, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I did a corporate show, and the guy goes, "So we." we um, you know, don't use any f words or anything during the corporate show. It was a Christmas party, and I, I, and uh, like, I go, no, that's yeah, I would, I wouldn't do that. I, go, I, I wouldn't use any of that uh, type of language during a uh, you know a, a formal uh, dinner. And then he's like, and you know, do you stay away from the uh, GD word or maybe the P word? And I go, yeah, I, you know, the P word. I said like uh, like. Uh, like the president's favorite word? You know, I thought he would laugh, but apparently he had voted for that president, and he was upset. And or, if you think about really the hypocrisy, that that's the I'm a truth. comedian. That is that is actually... I'm a comedian, and I'm not supposed to say that word. No, I mean, that is pretty... That's what I've been saying. I, I did stand-up for the first time. You know, I was in New York, uh, and trying to you know, be in New York more. Kate's kind of this famous underground artist in New York. That's where her world is. Uh, and I love the stand-up world, but I, I haven't done really much stand-up, and uh, I really haven't done any stand-up at all. And so I uh, I did stand-up for the first time in, you know, in the last little while, and it was, uh, that was part of it, as I just said. So, you know, a couple of things. One, you know, you can really grab by the pussy now. I mean, our president, if you're a star, you can grab by the pussy. That's, you know, that's an exciting aspect of all this stuff. And I said, now, to all you LGBTQDRT, whatever it is, that's over. That's all done. You're not cisgender, trans, transition, you know, gender identifying with a lesbian but living in a man. You can fuck that off. Here's the deal. You're all gay and you may not be able to get married anymore. <laughs> and you certainly won't have any taxes or human rights, stuff like that, any of that stuff. Now, ladies, here's a new one, okay? And that's that you you used to get really, really mad when I would say that you were an actress, right, instead of an actor, okay? Now... 
you have to go to Ethiopia to get an abortion. All right. So that's the kind of the new deal. It's the new deal. There's no more sort of like, listen, I'm an actor. Okay. We are all actors. All right. That's fantastic. Here's the deal. Let me see that pussy. Bring it over here. <laughs> Give it to me. I can do it. And then Frenzy tells me. And you started doing the stepmom song. You know, she is my mother, though. Okay, Adam Nicolets, after the bowl, writes, uh, Mustard Elbow Hinge. Is that a question? I don't know. This is what happens when you, you know, when you write them this late. Mustard Elbow Hinge. Mustard? Uh, Johnny Pompelli writes, Would you rather have knees that don't bend or elbows that don't bend? We've gotten that. We've gotten something like that. Yeah. You know what? Elbows versus... You know what? What? My body's falling apart to the point where I, I I have both already. Neither are bending very easily. Neither are bending yeah. very easily. That's a, the older you get, the more things just. Don't I bend. would like elbows that don't bend. I think that would look much funnier. And it would also we've talked when about when you this. run. Imagine, yeah. imagine a person. Yeah. Everyone listening right yeah. now, where your flaps. Imagine are just a person tickle flaps that you're just running, and those tickle flaps are stiff as a board, just flapping about like a couple of like in a cartoon, like a couple of wooden planks right. that you. And plus, it would help your diet, too, because we've talked about it. Your elbow is really the reason why you gain weight. We've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. New. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's an oldie. (laughs) I played this for my mother-in-law. I love, of course... I love, of course, mother-in-law, mother-in-law. Okay, that's the point. Mother-in-law, The song is wonderful because of exactly that. What I failed to realize is, I I don't know if you heard, but the first lyric is, the worst person I know. Are you serious? (laughs) I didn't hear that part. It's all about how he hates her, of course. I played it for my mother-in-law. She's like, why are you doing this? Can you leave us alone? Oh, this is good. Oh, this we would be happy. Send from hell. Is that, that's what that line means. Send from so hell. I'm sort of trying to laugh, and she's just sitting there going, Why are you playing this? Satan. Satan. Nice. Mother and all. To me, they're about the same. They're the same. Satan and a mother in law. I think it's about when. <laughs> what year was this? Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. But it's, I think about that time she sort of said, enough of this. Enough. If only in the sense that, uh, it, very quickly I played her this song, I was like, yeah, I love this song, it's so wonderful. And it's, Every lyric is like, she's the same as Satan. Right. We would have a happy home if she would leave us alone. Is there a son-in-law song she could have retaliated with? She made one up. It was, get the fuck out of the barn. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been thrown out of a barn? It's not, yeah. Well, I've had one burned down. That was, and this is Donkey and the Jeff, and this has been a nonstop block of Ernie Cado with Mother-in-Law. From the album Burn Cato Burn. It's also uh, from the girls, Ernie Cato. And Ernie Cato's Soul Selected Hits, Volume 2, as well as the best of Ernie Cato. 
You're listening to Donkey and the Jeff, and this is Jeff <gasps> telling you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. God damn my life. <laughs> There's so many people really? sending that. I, I started laughing. I, uh, was, I, I was describing to Kate, Donkey, and the Jeff, and I just started laughing out loud when I explained to her that, that Jeff and Rick Stevens both feel sort of they're put out by the situation. They kind of feel trapped in the show. They are really told not to talk over yeah. Donkey or over donkey. the cat. Donkey and the Jeff. It's the best. It's the best. That should be... I, I just... I love the idea of a person kind of standing... there. It's it's exactly this. Two microphones, okay? Yeah. yeah. Two, but one of the people is a donkey that's maybe chewing on hay. I don't know how they keep them there. But they're basically saying like, all right, here's morning news. Do the weather. But remember, if donkey starts neighing and praying... Don't step over him. And then, like, just that he doesn't want to do that because then the, always the station manager calls him in and says, we're getting a lot of phone calls about you talking over Donkey, okay? Now, he doesn't bray or neigh very often. So when he does, the listeners want to hear what he has to make noises about. But you're in there shooting your goddamn mouth out about this woman's march bullshit. Enough is enough, all right? Stay out of the way of Donkey. And just if they go to remotes where they're, like, at a car dealership and they're like come visit us donkey and the jeff out here at the uh the wichita uh tercel toyota tercel factory Ugh, that was a swing and a miss a second swing and a miss and then a just a bomb a remember when donkey and the cat went on a tour well that was horrible <laughs> well then rick stevens and jeff went on a, a competing tour yeah. trying to sort of and they were they were kicked out of the first county fair that they yeah, played. Yeah. They were run out on a rail. They actually Literally. brought a rail to the county fair. And then someone brought a, a barrel wow. from Cracker Barrel and put them inside of it. Can you imagine being run out of town a in rail. a barrel on a rail? In a barrel on a rail. Bad, bad news. But that was that was making me laugh a lot. That and not ideal. Yeah. And she, sometimes Kate will begin laughing before she says not ideal. Yeah. Does April ever do that? Just sort of this this anticipatory sort of, yeah. uh, you know, I'll say, I fucking, we lost our phone. We don't know what's going no. on. We don't know. And she, so she'll, go, that- she'll start going. <laughs> and I'll go, what? What? Why are you laughing? This is terrible. She's like. It's not ideal. Not ideal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I think I told you this, my, my son. It's a cash my son, Yeah, my son. Shy, shy. My son. <laughs> my son uh, left the phone in my, my, my wife's iPhone 6 in the toilet for three hours. Yeah. And that was one where she. The new said, iPhones are water resistant, but they're not water hours. repellent. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was one where she was like, not not ideal. Yeah, that's that is really it. Hey, you know, I went on a. Uh, you've done that that fun morning show in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, Todd Tyler. Was, uh, I love that show, but I mean the the TV one. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. They actually uh, they uh, ambushed me on the air with uh, about five cash phrases they had found. Is that they were true? Very obscure ones. Ooh, I like. So that. I got a couple of them, two or three of them, and they're like, "You don't even know your own catchphrases." And some of them were from like four years ago, and maybe we don't use some of them that much. I wonder how that happened. Yeah, and uh, it was great. I love them, by the way. They were yeah. great. It was no, a funny thing to do. Wonderful. It was a funny thing to do. And they always show me clips of weird things you've done. You know, previous to me being on, like your your uh, your cohort. Uh, 
take a look at what he did last time, and you like are jumping off a bridge into a pool they'll, of jello they'll do or that something on the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then I feel compelled to I do something it. just as crazy, well, I, and I'll be like shoving uh, things in my face, or I'll try know. to like. No, I don't. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. But it, but it, it is funny to watch some of the stuff you've done on that show. Well, that's hilarious that they would play it. During those guys are good. I, I like Iowa them. and I like I them. Omaha. Yeah. yeah. I, no, no, I very. I like very those much guys. Like, yeah. I like I like the Todd and Tyler show. I think those guys are fantastic and yeah. uh and the tv show uh those guys are great too the, the, the i like show. all morning television yeah. but i recently did one where where was it they might have been in i think it was in chicago in lieu of sketch fest which we did every year heavy weight my uh sketch comedy group that i'm in is uh which is nick vaderot brady novak and mark ratterman uh, we do sketch fest in Chicago in January. And so I went and did some morning radio and I said, y- you guys know you're familiar with my work. Right. And they kind of, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was almost like they were expecting me to be crazier. But the crazy thing was that I could barely stay awake. Like I was <laughs> absolutely about to fall. I looked like a wreck of a man. And the, my joke was that I was having this very normal conversation when I look clearly like I'm dying. <laughs> and uh, so that was the funny thing, but they didn't get that at all. So then eh, it's so interesting to do. Sometimes it's so interesting to do comedy and kind of be like, have no one understand why you're doing it. I know that people, some people get it, but when you're, when the other people that you're doing the comedy with don't, they're like, why is this happening? This guy looks like he's going to die, but he's just uh, sincerely talking about his time in Yogi Bear 3D and his excitement about Deadpool 2, all that stuff. And they just don't get it. And so it's kind of like being in a room with people. There's just, is there's a very deer in the headlights quality to a lot of people that I work with. And now that we do Critics' Choice Awards, which you write for and, you know, we had a fucking blast this year doing. I mean, come on. It was pretty uh, It was pretty funny to see the people in the audience be like, what is... What John is Voight was like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> I mean, he's one of the greatest American actors yeah. alive. And he, he very much... He's, he's one of the best parts of Heat, the Michael yeah. Mann. yeah. Uh, the Michael Mann film that got me through the blue period. Yeah. If you'll yeah. recall, <laughs> listeners from the 12 and a half. I've had yeah. so many good uh, experiences with 12 and a halfers. I've had actually, I've met about so funny. nine of the 12 and a half people that listen to the show in the last few months. And I haven't met people. the half. A lot of people claim to be the half, but listen to this. Christopher That's Williams. That's always sad when somebody claims to be the half and you can feel it, it has a lot to do with an insecurity, an inferiority complex. <laughs> Christopher Williams writes, uh, does littering inside Big Ben make it a big bin? Ooh. Yeah. That's very good. See, that's clever. They're so clever. I know. Here, so um, let's... let's see. All right, here's here's some askers. I've got some. And my phone's about to die. Here we go. Christopher Williams. <laughs> does does littering inside Big Ben... Oh, make it a Big Ben used to How that. How about this? All a right. waste of time writes... If Big Ben needs to qualify itself as big, what is the normal size of a Ben? Is I, Big Ben just insecure? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one from Waste of Time. Gosh and, at Gosh and Jeepers. At P-Boy Zero, Cody Crouch. I do like portable crib, semicolon, baby suitcase, question mark. <laughs> that actually is one of the, my favorite things I've ever 
read on Twitter in general, but just the semicolon is so funny. He's like, portable crib, baby suitcase, question mark. <laughs> uh, really good use of a semicolon. It is a portable crib, is a baby suitcase. We also have dog suitcase. You know, we have dog suitcases, cat suitcases. It's true. We don't, we, we're not honest about these things being suitcases because that sounds cruel. So instead yeah. we call them kitty condos. Yeah. Um, do you do you get resentful of the uh, the service dog Mark, sometimes if it's too? Oh, There's I thought guy, you were going to say Mark Maron on WTF and the amount of time that he takes to do the monologue. Okay, what, you, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Do I get resentful? What the, the 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 service dogs? I mean, I was on a flight recently. The guy had a, a husky. I I don't know what he just was enjoying his husky and taking a trip with his husky and being like... Did did the husky have a barrel of whiskey around its neck? Because if that's the case, maybe he needs that little doggy. Yeah, I just... That's for avalanches or alcoholics. What service was it providing this guy except trying to get him laid? Because people were walking over to talk to the husky and hang out and meet meet the husky and pet the husky. It it was a get laid service. It was a... Was the husky... Was the dog kind of... A husky, husky dog. Was, was it a, kind of a husky dog? Then? I wanted to go hang out with the husky. Was it big boned? Was it a huskier dog? It, no, it was. It was. Uh, Cecily Double Zero yeah. says YouTube. The poor man's Netflix? Question mark. That's both true and mean. Yeah. Uh, at Maclaby writes: Aren't smoothies, smoothies the least smooth beverage? No, I find smoothies to be very They're pretty smooth. smooth. Pretty smooth. The the least smooth beverage is when you sort of blend a drink and you you don't you don't blend it so that the ice gets totally uh, crushed and also there's nails and glass in it. <clears throat> I I was just at a um, farmer's market and they were selling this, this <laughs> some, cane, some cane juice. And, and there was a lot of claims on the sign saying that we'd be, have a great deal of strength if we, uh, you know. So I was telling Chance and Win, I was like, <clears throat> we're going to be faster if we drink it. We're going to be stronger if we drink it. Let's drink it. And so we all took shots you of really it. You really are a liar. And, and I was a great like, father. I'm like, we're going to grow taller. And then we took shots of it. And Win immediately was like, Dada, let, there's a car over there. Let's try to lift it. And he wanted to go lift the car. And so we tried to lift it. And. Weren't able yeah, to. It's like, yeah, it's, we didn't drink enough cane juice. <laughs> they want more. You say, well, we're yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. Well, let's finish. Mac- uh, Adam Nicolitz again after the bull writes. At what point does salad dressing become gravy? Oh boy! The mm. second that your uncle starts screaming at your aunt over Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> uh, salad dressing becomes. It's also. Can you imagine gravy on a romaine lettuce? Just a salad with gravy as the dressing. That's pretty gross. <laughs> but it seems very festive for the Thanksgiving time. Two more by Maclaby, which I really like. This green eggs and ham. Quirky book or dangerously teaching children to try. Obviously, spoiled product. I think it is dangerous. There is some danger to saying if if the ham or the eggs are green, you love them. You know, you should be eating them. It's a lot. And then he also says, "Why aren't we just calling bologna flat hot dogs?" That's a that's a home run. That's I not think. bad. That's not bad. Flat dogs. I'll have a flat dog. I'll have a I'll have a flat dog sandwich because they're not hot. I'll have so a flat, flat dog dogs. sandwich and a warm shasta. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Uh. <laughs> Checkmate. Yeah, checkmate is the perfect. <laughs> now that's opinion. the one. That's the catchphrase that you came up with that I I can't avoid sometimes. You gotta you gotta go checkmate. to checkmate. I picture it when I really everybody needs to go to the your, deli and go. 
I'd like a flat dog sandwich and a, yeah, I'd like a have flat you, dog sandwich is, with mustard and a little bit of hot, hot Coca-Cola. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Checkmate. Checkmate. Yeah, checkmate. Do you ever, have you ever pictured yourself uh, killing someone that you really dislike just in that moment? That, a lot know, of times. Once in a while. Without a segue, people kind of go right into this question. I'm just saying. You Imagine. picture while you're killing them going as checkmate. they're dying. Checkmate. Now, Is I don't that think, diabolical? Well, yes. And if I am killing them with a rook or a queen a from rook a or queen. Set. I'm sorry I took it to such a dark place. No, that's okay. Uh, I mean, look, I, I've never imagined killing anybody. Aren't the big and little dippers just space ladles? That's from Matt Carmen. I had a fun conversation mm-hmm. with somebody about the anything can be a ladle philosophy, and they did not understand it. What? Yeah, because they just said, I outrage. said, well, see, look, if you had this, this is, a not, this is not outrageous. Um, I said, you know, turn this, if you turn this uh, lampshade upside down and put a handle on it, it's a ladle. And he's like, but it, everything will spill out of the bottom of it. I was like, yeah, well, it's not a good it's ladle. It's not a good ladle, but it's a ladle. But it's a ladle. It's got a handle. And he's like, okay. And I said, see, if you put a handle on this glass, it becomes a ladle. And he goes, okay. Okay, and then, and then he said, "What about like uh, like a tree?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Like a tree." I was like, "I, if you put a giant handle on a tree, it would be a ladle, but not a good ladle." And he said, "No, it's not a. That's just a tree with a handle on it." And that was about when I walked away from the conversation. <laughs> Some of these awful ones where they're like, "Hey, how you doing? I like what you're doing." Oh, yeah. Hey, we hey, got we got to go pretty soon because I think we're I think the the people from the uh, world record thing are coming. Don't you think? I think so. To monitor if we're awake or not. Um, if my local radio DJs are both farmyard animals, wouldn't that remove human error? Mm. Mm. I like that. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Oh, that that's an argument oh, for oh, Jeff and or sorry, Donkey and the cat. Oh, I feel so bad. What for is Jeff. this, Stanley? Who do you feel more? Uh, who do you feel bad for more, Jeff or Rick Stevens? Oh, I feel I feel much worse for Jeff because I mean, Rick Stevens, Rick Stevens can can at least go to sleep at night knowing that he helped make the cat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was at the forefront of that, right? Well, and his name comes first on the show, <laughs> right? so he really holds on to that. Yeah, I think he at does. Night. He does. Sort of be like, you know what? I have a bad, but at least I'm not. Jeff. And Rick Stevens at least believes it's not cat and Rick Stevens. Rick Stevens believes that that the problems that happened on the Rick Stevens and the Jeff tour, yeah, was all the Jeff's fault. It's the Jeff's you know what I mean. He he blames all that on the Jeff. Oh, I think sometimes right? he's, he's at night. He's sort of having meanwhile, sleeping. Donkey and the Cat are selling out stadiums. Oh, yeah, stadiums. St- selling stadiums. Well, I heard that Madison in Square Garden. I heard that thirty straight nights. I heard that in Cleveland, Donkey just walked off stage <laughs> since he got there. Just, they thought he might be really high. All the people yeah. thought it was very cool. But I think sometimes lavalier it, drop. That's why I heard. Not even a mic drop. Lavalier yeah, drop. They just took the lava. Yeah. Just, Checkmate. It actually, Checkmate. It, it was actually Cat yeah. did the lavalier drop just because it would it had yarn on it and Cat tried to get it off. But I think sometimes at night Rick Stevens, you know, will sort of be going, My life, I don't know, you know, my wife has divorced me because I just couldn't stop talking about how the you know, but at least, but at least I Rick, put, at least, at least I'm not yeah. at least I'm not the, the Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. And then somewhere the Jeff is trying to get to sleep and he's going I wish I was Rick Stevens. 
he's just got nowhere to go but up. And Donkey's sleeping soundly in the barn. you got to think that Cat is sunning in his solarium. Cat supposedly has a mansion in, Be- in Bel Air that has a solarium the size of another house. Are you serious? Yes. So Cat is really. I heard he has a Twizzler machine. He doesn't even eat Twizzlers. He just uses it for guests. Yeah, the, exactly. He, the he knows they like got, Twizzlers. He's got yarn balls that are spun by. He's very gaudy, but they're just spun. They're they're just yeah. gold. They're just spun gold yarn. Yeah. And you know, meanwhile, you got donkey's got he's got property in Italy, all yeah. over the country. The Jaff is living in yeah. his parents' basement's basement. Did you ever see the? So donkeys? he lives in the basement, but he has to go down to the basement of that basement. <laughs> There's a smaller basement for the basement, and he can't live up there yeah. because his parents they adopted. This is horrible. I okay. hate that. Okay. The Jaff's parents they they adopted a foreign exchange student they had from Guatemala, and it's it's another donkey. So he lives in the basement of, and it lives in the basement. So his parents adopted a foreign exchange donkey. You eventually gave it the basement, which used yeah. to be the Jeff's sort of room when he yeah. was a teenager. But it had it. The basement itself has a basement beneath it, and that's where the Jeff stays. So even when he's at home visiting family and feeling terrible. He's hearing another donkey braying up there. And since it's a second date basement, he can't even sneak like girls into it. Because no, there's no, no. no oh. window or anything. And his parents The made first it. basement his has parents, a window, but the second one is it. underground. His parents made it very clear. That's right. They said, first of <laughs> all, don't try and get out of that window. Yeah. And second of all, we don't want you bringing any women home because it upsets donkey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look, I got to deal with donkey. And they go, look, they're not the same donkeys. He goes, but I got to go to work every day and deal with donkey. Now I got to come home and live in the basement of his basement apartment. And they're saying, just don't upset donkey. Don't bring women home. Don't do any of that stuff. So the Jeff is really having a tough, yeah, time, a tough of it, time, I think. God, you know, all this talk about basements kind of makes me a little bit, a little bit tired. Oh, I think I'm starting to... Yeah. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. 
Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Breakdown. She is the type of hateful demon woman. I hope she dies in a train fire. I can't stand her. Down to the wire. I'd kill her if there weren't repercussions. I give her one goddamn concussion. Cause a fucking bad bitch, I'll kill her if I can. I kill her cause I know her man. Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate. La. Mother in law. She asks me what I made. Mother in law. I, I know a man, like I know a man who can kill people, that's what I meant when I'm... Yeah, sorry. Mother-in-law. 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 Now leaving Nerdist.com.